I do have to tell you something, though, Pat. Uh-oh. What happened? Well, I'm Chris Hansen, and we're doing a story <laughs> uh... on guys that like jujitsu. Mm-hmm. If there's anything you'd like to say to the cameras, uh, otherwise you're free to leave. I can just go? Yeah. I don't you have can... to... Yeah. But if, there's, say... but if there's anything you'd like to say, any way you want to discuss your... Uh, behavior online when it comes to jujitsu now would be the time to do it no, i i feel like uh I, you know my it's if my presence online about jujitsu is in any kind of existence at all it's it's minimal it's it's very non-impactful pat i have something to tell you i'm a predator <laughs> Pat, how are you, man? Oh man, I am well, Jeff. I am. I'm, I feel like it's 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 been like. I feel like I haven't talked to you since last year. <laughs> oh, good one. No, this I, is our first uh, new episode of the the new year. Twenty twenty two yes. is upon us, my friend. This is the first episode of twenty twenty two. This is uh, episode seventeen of this of this season. Yep, season three, but episode seventeen. I feel like I was. Not only excited to get this episode recorded today, well, but I was excited to just to be back on the mats. That's right. I took time off for the holidays. You did, and I like this week. I'm in a better mood. I'm barely even screaming at Dominique at all. That's you know great. What I mean? I have, I've done it like maybe three times tops this yeah. week, and that's that's we're a, on the fourth day this week. Yeah, that's pretty. No, no we're on the third day, shit. but that's good. Still good. I think it's you still know? good. I mean, you should. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't minimize your progress. No, it's it's just been it's been great to to see you and be back. Uh, I, how was your New Year, man? Well, it was actually really really nice. It was yeah. nondescript. So the holiday, the Christmas holiday season, um, was hectic. Yeah, and uh, and it was good. But then you know, New Year's, my wife was like, "We're doing nothing," and nice. I was like, "Right on, sister. I'm I with you." Always love that. Yeah. That's that's one of my favorite. To me, that's the that's the key to. Any successful relationship, when one person suggests something and like the other person's like, "Yeah, I'm," you know I'm what I mean? The, yeah, and I'm that, into it. And that's why I, I I started out by saying stay home, but honestly, it it really is like don't let anybody uh, you know harsh your mellow. If you don't want to, if you like going out, cool, go out. Yeah. If you don't, but yeah. like find the person that also because you're not always gonna sync up, but that's like right. sometimes the person, sometimes Jeff in a relationship. The other person in the relationship just needs to say what you're thinking. That's right. And that's what happens because you don't know what you want until you're like – it usually happens at dinner time. Yeah. But it, it's this in this case, you were like – oh, it's almost like you were, she started saying it. You're like, stay home and don't do nothing. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Oh, my God. This is perfect. You know, the, so did you like? Did you at least stay up till 12? We did. You know, The reality is, of speaking on that, uh, on that issue, is I'm a high-powered executive. <laughs> nice. And so I'm used to making, yeah. having to make decisions all day long. You're, so when I get home – right. It's nice when I don't have to make those decisions. Where do you? Where do you? Uh, where do you actually? Because you really are an executive, my I'm friend. A, I am a high-powered executive. I know. I, yeah. I've seen you. I've seen you in your uh, business uh, meetings. My, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want. To, I didn't know what to say. I almost said briefs, but I was like, "Is business that business briefs?" But I'm like, "Is that is that underwear?" You've seen the business end of my briefs. This is how little I know about business or anything important. Yeah. I'm yeah. like briefs, underwear. 
right? Right. <laughs> right? There's also a thing that I think you have. but Like I call it a briefcase? But you uh, you really are. Like, where do you consider when you do leave work, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you work from home. I do. How do you How do you actually, What at what point do you come home? <clears throat> when does Jeff come home? Hey, Jeff? That's a really good question. When does Jeff come home? When does Jeff come home? Well, I have like a I have like a routine mm-hmm. that separates my business life, my work life from my family life. Okay. And break that down. I shut my computer. <laughs> I turn my light off. I shut my computer down. Uh-huh. And, and there you go. Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids. <laughs> and uh I have this like mantra in my head that I say to myself every day that is it's operation complete prepare for the next installment and then i walk down the stairs dude i yeah. i actually really like that because yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying i'm i'm still struggling with that a little yeah. bit but dom i actually notoriously works from home as well so like we, sure this yeah. household is is very much a workspace yeah, yeah. obviously it, it is but uh right. that's really cool to th- to have that i we did very much the same we yeah. stayed at home we stayed up till 12 yeah. We had operation shutdown, boom, bam. What yep. was it again? <laughs> no, well, yeah, when I, that's when I'm leaving work. That's mine now. Yeah, that's operation what shutdown. Operation, boom, bam. operation complete. Prepare boop. for the next installment. Mine goes beep, bop, boop, <laughs> shut down. <laughs> and then yeah. my wife shakes me and she's like, "Get up! <laughs> you gotta go to work." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, we we watched. Uh, you know, I think we, I think we uh, did the the Miley Cyrus, Pete Davidson. You know, okay. Yeah. Um, which was very bizarre. <laughs> was it was it entertaining? No, no. Okay. We only watched like the five like five minutes before it went off. Yeah. And Pete talked about masturbation. Wonderful. Um. And I was like, this is really awkward. But at the same time, he's like, I don't know if you know this or not, but he's getting all of his tattoos removed. All of them? I, it looks like it. It looks like all of his tattoos are being lasered oh, off. Dear. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck's up with that, but whatever. And then, uh, and then, then the you know they had their celebration. And uh, and then Miley started to sing, and I turned the TV off and went to bed. <laughs> I like how you were like reacting. Like, turn the television off. I yeah, we did. I think we were watching other. I can't remember. I think we might have been watching like a movie or something like that. We watched some really stupid movies recently, yeah. and there was one with a, a house and a lady and some <laughs> ladies that looked like her. It was by the way, it was very very much. Uh, it was to me perpetuating the stereotype that all white women. Look the same? <laughs> because is, that, there, is there a stereotype yeah, for that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. my buddy Alan actually has. That. <laughs> he says uh, every actress that he sees in a movie calls Sandra Bullock. <laughs> uh, um, every white actress, obviously. Um, but he, but we watched some. I think we were watching movies, and Dom just kept checking her phone to make sure. Like, yeah, watching the countdown. Yeah, right. And kissed. Yeah, I, I shortly after got a I went kiss to bed. From my lady love. And, yep. and then I was like, "Well, operation complete." Yeah, prepare yeah, for the yeah. next installment. Yeah. And she's like, "Stop saying that." <laughs> I say like every time I'm done eating a meal, she's like holding you by the ears. <laughs> what have I told you? Don't say it one more time. <laughs> always the same tone. Mm. Always the same volume. Operation complete. complete. <laughs> Mission. What was it? God Op- damn it. Operation complete. Prepare for the next installment. Mm. Mm. Do you make a noise or something? Make a little. No, there's no noise. If you really. Like I know Jeff, like you're like me. You're like a guy who enjoys annoying his wife to an extent. Oh yeah, she en- hey, she enjoys well, annoying me more than I exactly. enjoy. Exactly, a little poke her. every once in yeah. a while. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, so maybe just <laughs> next time now add a noise. Okay. At the end, just go boop or, or, or like a <laughs> ding ding. Any whatever your favorite okay. noise is. Or, I'll give it a go. That one, <laughs> <laughs> a little water drip thing. 
<laughs> Do that thing. I'll give that one a go. Yeah, get square. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> prepare for the next installment. <laughs> She's gonna go. Chuff! <laughs> Uh, that's awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. It's good that we're we're here in the new year. We're uh, uh, it's wonderful to yeah. have all you. We are thankful for everyone that watches, listens, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, gives us feedback. I'm getting a lot of pushback. I don't know why I did Trump hands just now. <laughs> I'm getting a lot, lot of pushback uh, about my love of the song Footloose. Uh, everyone is on your side, Jeff. I agree with them. I, yeah. uh, yep. Yep. Apparently they do too. Yeah. And here, uh, like in the last recording, you just assumed that everybody else loved this, this song. This is my mistake, Jeff. Yes, it was. Coming from, I don't know if it's my Florida man. It's Florida. If it's my me, yeah. like if it's just my personal blend of what I have in my head, right. but I... Oftentimes goes, yeah, everybody does that. That actually brings me to my 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 little just real bit real, real quick before we get into uh, what we're talking about. Sure, go for it. I want I want to introduce you to my <laughs> Have you Have you met my savior? <laughs> have I told you about my savior yet? I don't believe so. Jeff, much like everyone, <laughs> I assume, almost pisses themselves. Okay. Right? You'll be driving. Oh my god, I got to piss. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We've had this discussion before. We, uh, but we're again, yeah. we may be the only people. There's not a lot of possible. Muskin shames me all the time. Uh, yeah. My wife shames me all sure. the time. These are people that are live in denial, right? That uh, apparently have no bladders or are not hydrated. Yeah, yeah, not hydrated like you and I. Exactly. Right. Not healthy people. Right. <laughs> so right. I. Uh, <laughs> that's what everybody thinks when they think of me. Healthy person. Um, so I. So. I have met uh, my savior, and it was during a long road trip. I wanted to prepare. I was getting snacks. I was getting everything prepared for our holiday trip. Sure. Uh, and then, I just no names. No names. Ah. If you're going on a road trip and you have a penis, I highly suggest this some bitch right here. Now, funny thing is, it's clean. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 it's not loaded. Don't worry. <laughs> Safety's on. <laughs> I uh, I never used it once on the whole like two plus thousand mile trip that we had. You're right. So you drove to Florida, but I have used it twice since being back. <laughs> <laughs> this thing fucking rules. It's one of the little bedside. Uh, yeah. Uh, things you get. I can just hang it right here. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> see, it's just there. It's perfect. Now, the, a lot of people see this and they immediately think I'm going. I'm just some lazy fool. That's disgusting. Sitting here, filling a jar of piss in my attic or in my car because I want to. Right. No, this is for emergencies only, and I highly suggest again, especially. I don't know if you heard about the recent uh, I-95, like, 20-plus-hour yep. shutdown. Yeah. People stuck in traffic. A lot of people. Guess what Pat would have been doing? Having a great time. time. <laughs> <laughs> la Like, catching up on some Netflix. Not doing it. Not because I can't do anything. That's la -da -da, right. la because I oftentimes carry snacks with me. What what is a, a Boy Scout saying that you've are you familiar with? Uh, Boy Scout is always prepared. Always prepared. And guess yeah. who was a Boy Scout? In Florida. That's, That's the mix. Right. That I was a Boy weird. Scout in Florida. Yeah. That's my superhero origin story. Look, That's how you get it. with this, right? I like here. It. This is beautiful. A little Pat. piss drug. Well, I, so I, I if 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 you would like, I would be happy to get you one. 
I'll be good. Uh, but sure? Yeah. I mean, I'm not making a lot of commutes at this point. Jeff, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I'd probably feel that thing. It comes it, close. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> but... I, yeah, I, okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but put me down for three of them. Okay. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Clean them out, though. Because I have two sons. Yeah. Oh, man. They're, they would... They're going to laugh at you. I'm going to put their names on it. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. And make this sure one, they clean them. This one's Victor's piss jug. Yeah. This one's Maxwell's piss jug. <laughs> That'll be the Christmas card next year. Everybody's Dad's piss, piss jug. <laughs> oh, that's great to be back. Yeah, it's great to be back. It's great to have you back. Empty Pat. bladders, too. Yeah, and we're back on the mats, yep. of course. You know, But for most of us, we didn't leave the mats over the holidays. Yeah. We trained the whole week through because that's what we do. And the Animals. holiday fell, the actual holiday fell on a Saturday. So we don't train then anyway. That's well, right. you do. Well, but, I do. Yeah. But, but anyway, we've got, you know, so we were, we're good and, uh, and we're back. And today's topic, yeah. today's topic is an interesting one. And it's the old school jujitsu versus new school jujitsu mm-hmm. topic, which has been circulating for a while. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that comes and goes in terms of hot topics. But there was, back in September, um, the, uh, the infamous, because I think this is appropriate to call him the infamous Gordon Ryan, had an interview in, um, I believe it was Tatami Magazine. Mm-hmm. And he, they were discussing uh, his, his relationship with um, jiu-jitsu and his bravado and the way that he's, you know, he can come off as very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Pat? Pretentious. Pretentious is one, but uh, he's yeah he's he can be insulting and rude and and yeah. you know he he has a lot of bravado and a lot of this is under the mystique uh, it, it, you know of about Gordon you know Gordon Ryan and his career. For those that are not familiar, if you're living under a rock in terms of jujitsu, Gordon Ryan is is you know arguably one of the. Uh, greatest, if not the greatest, no-gi grappler to have walked the planet so far. But also refuses to uh, grapple in gi. He as does well. not grapple in the gi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I can't speak to whether he's trained in the gi or not, but he right. won't compete in the gi. We'll never know. We'll never know. Unless we have him on the show and we can ask him. Now it's on you, Ryan. That's right. And now it's <laughs> Poor on Gordon. You. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You can say Ryan if it's his last name. It feels like because like, well, I was pointing to you. Yeah. Know I, mean? I mean, just be careful with that finger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gets out of control. There's no key here. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so he, um, he he does definitely usually has some like incendiary things to say. Most yeah. of this is in self-promotion um, and, and attempts to get good matches. Infamous, maybe. Maybe. Is that is that a better word? Like, because he's somebody that is like, or he's a, uh, uh, like, and that's like. Notorious? Notorious, yeah, maybe that's. But I said, I think I said infamous. Oh, okay, beginning. maybe, maybe yeah. you did. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was I just think trying it was to think of like terminology. Right, but right. He had an opinion, and I and I didn't read the article itself. I'm reacting to the reaction to the article. There was a section in that article in which uh, he's talking about um, the the old school mentality of jujitsu versus the new school mentality, and that is defined as. The old school, and this is typical of like old versus new, is that the old was more rugged. It was more, you know, it was more uh, violent. It was more, you know, and the new is kind of softer. And, you know, we're trying to be more tender about like building our relationships and focusing more on the philosophy of martial arts and, you know, the honor, courage and, you know, all the stuff that goes into like what we wrap into martial arts. Right. This is, you know, the Bushido, you know, way. Right. So. Um, his his comment was that you know the Gracies uh, when they when they wanted to when they wanted to get the world to notice Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or their adaptation of Jiu Jitsu which was Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or sometimes known as Gracie Jiu Jitsu is that they would do things like like dojo storm they would go into karate schools 
beat up the the right. master and then steal all the students. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, they would like to go out to like nightclubs yeah. and try to like fight, like, sure. start like or like go break a, or start see a bar fight and like break it up and like beat the shit out sure. of all the guy, all the people and everything. Yeah. And be like here. It's our school. Right over it's there. right oh. over here, right? I mean, Elio would would have dramatic, you know, uh, uh, you, I, I don't know. He 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 did, he had he had flair when he fought. You know, the, yeah. there were like there were parts about this that were you know that were dramatized for the sake of sensationalism and so forth. And they also have you know everybody who who's ever followed the Gracie family knows that there was the Gracie Challenge, which they would pay people money to come in and fight them and see if you could and. Uh, or there was money on the table, I should say, to come and fight them. And if you could win, if you beat them, you could have this money, $1,000, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And people took them up on the challenges. There's videos of it. You could watch it. And they didn't lose, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kept the money. Yeah. I mean, they came to the States. They started the UFC, you know? Yeah. I mean, any, at any rate, we, we know that part of the story. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, the idea is that we're getting too soft is basically his his comment on this. Let's not forget that this is this is brutal and violent. And, and the way that he articulated it in the article actually was really well done. Right. I thought I didn't think I didn't find anything that he said in there to be controversial. Pur- purpose, uh, yeah, not purposely incendiary for the yeah, purpose of that. It yeah. wasn't. It was it was paying it was paying homage to a to a, a time period in which, you know, like the the need for the need for that shock value, which yeah. is what we're gonna talk about a little bit. Um, was necessary to get people to wake up and and see what's going on. Right. It was to bring attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was to bring attention to it, and I'm and I'm sure as much for personal gain from the Gracie family perspective. You know, they wanted to make money at doing this. They wanted to be able to share this knowledge, and they wanted jujitsu to grow into something that was bigger than what it was. Right. It's the and, number one martial art. And it, and it is. And they knew that. Yeah. So instead of just telling people that. They wanted to show show don't tell like that's I, that's really my motto like really I try to I try to live sure. by that of like not you know obviously in in some cases yeah you know <laughs> maybe moderation to make yeah. sure but like yeah in this case yeah they're like hey we're saying this is the best self defense art this is the best whatever martial art sure. they're saying let's yeah. go put it up to test let's they go were saying people. that their martial art which right. was Brazilian Jiu Jitsu could beat all other martial arts right period right we'll beat your ass. And we'll do it in front of everybody, right? And so that there's no dispute, there's no debate, and then you will know that this is real. And yeah, and, and no matter is, the setting, no matter the play, like no matter the person, this right. is this works the best. It does work the best, and better yet is that I can teach it to you, right. and you can learn it, and so on and so forth. And so you still won't beat me, right? <laughs> but you still, right, but you still won't beat me. Um, and and this episode is not about Gordon Ryan at all. Right. I'm just using it as a catalyst for this conversation because. Gordon Ryan is divisive um, just by topic. I mean, there's people that really like him and think that, like, you know, there's something, and there's other people that really hate him um, that, that think he's got a real attitude problem and so forth. Mm-hmm. I don't know the man personally, so I, I'm not I'm not able yeah. to comment on that. I have my opinions about some of the things that he says. Um, and But also proven is his jiu-jitsu skill on the mat, which is, you know, not debatable. All that really matters, all we're really talking about here, at least. Right, you know, right, yeah. is jiu-jitsu, okay? And so, and that was interesting. And part of that, and just to make sure that I provide the proper context, is that at that moment for this article, what he was talking about was they were asking him about Keenan Cornelius labeling jiu-jitsu American jiu-jitsu versus Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And uh, his ultimate, co- like ultimately, what he was getting to and what he ended with was explaining that jujitsu is just jujitsu. Jujitsu started in Japan. It's it's always been jujitsu. You know, the the Gracie family had uh, had altered it 
and modified what they had learned from jujitsu and made it Brazilian jujitsu. And now it's in the States, but that doesn't make it like making it American jujitsu. It just waters it down. Just call it jujitsu is what he says. Yeah. I can see so, that, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, I see... Yeah, have we really, mo- like, have we really modified it? I guess that's what we can talk about. Well, we have, and that's right. what's, that's why we get the, that's why we have the difference between the old school and the new school. Right. And, and you know, and Keenan has been criticized in the past. He's made comments that, like, the skill level demonstrated by Elio and Hoyce, and, and I'm sure he's including, like, even Hoyler or whoever... Um, was at the time that they were demonstrating those techniques at the highest level was nothing more than a high-level purple belt today. Okay. Which, I mean, a lot of practitioners disagree with, yeah. and I would be among those. I, yeah. don't, I, think that was, I, think that was, I think that was an incendiary thing to say on a podcast one time, and yeah. I don't know that he regrets it necessarily, but I don't think it was thought through when, when it was said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of understand what he was getting at, and his point was is that jujitsu has evolved, Beyond where it was then, and of right. course it has. Obviously, yeah. But this is where the disparity comes from between the old school and the new school. And at some point, we get to this. We get to this this area where we have practitioners that are still part of the old school who are practicing in the new school, right. who don't want to adapt it any further and say, "Look, this is taking away from the purity of the art, mm-hmm. and don't move my cheese." Essentially, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 every older yeah. it's every older generation talking yeah. to a newer yeah, generation. Exactly. Like, and old school's better. Yeah, right? to say like you know, come on, like you're yeah, the music sucks nowadays. All the music. When now, I was a kid, music was only you know when music was best when I was listening to it primarily. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like wow, really? And that's when the best TV was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah everything now is crap. You know stuff like that. Like I, I've, I've, I have thought that pretty much my whole life. Yeah, I've liked multiple SNL casts. Yes, I like one most. Yeah, but yes, I realize yeah. I'm most, I'm self aware enough to realize that was my heyday. Right. Everybody dresses like they were in their favorite era. Right. They exactly. Lived. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So it, it, and sometimes it works. Sometimes, it, but it, it's ultimately your attitude around it. Who gives a shit? Right. Who right? does but, really give a shit? But you have to be self-aware to realize, like, no, it's just different. It's evolving. This it is does evolution. Evolve. It does. <laughs> and it's supposed to. And that's, I think that's the, you know, one of the things about making this argument at this point in time is that it takes, uh, it takes the origins of these particular moments where the, the art has evolved, and it takes it out of context. And so to go back to what we were talking about in the beginning is that the old school, the, the Gracie family... And I almost prefer to call it Gracie Jiu-Jitsu versus Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Although yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it, it, from a marketing perspective, is more palatable because it comes from Brazil. Probably right? the most, uh, the first time, if you were watching those early UFCs, the first Jiu-Jitsu you saw was Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Right, of course. It was, it was it, it, we cannot, we can't, um, we cannot deny that the Gracie family is, is responsible for this evolution. Right. So, but what's interesting about it is that, like, you know, when you go, you do have to think about it in terms of marketability right so what and accessibility if you don't know who the gracies are who cares but you do know where brazil is right and that sounds exotic yes and interesting <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like it's uh, in south america yeah yeah, yeah. you got this uh, right down there but like in brazil for instance and i don't know if that's the case today but but for the longest time they didn't really even care about brazilian jiu-jitsu in brazil they like judo right which is still jiu-jitsu yeah, which is still you know but at any rate not to get like not to get all down that on that it's, rabbit it's the trail. prequel to jiu-jitsu. Right. The <laughs> point is, is jiu-jitsu 
is jujitsu. Right. And the thing is, is that the the Gracie family had to had to do something to shock people out of their complacency. And the, and we've talked about this before in other podcasts. And I, I have a theory on this. And this is complacency is the death of creativity. Yeah. So once you get to the point where you are just you know you're you know you're cynical or you are allowing complacency to rule your life, you're no longer creating, and that's when things stagnate and they start to yeah. you know they never evolve or go past that particular point. When you realize that that has happened, you can do one of two things: you can recognize that it's your complacency that's that stopped the creativity, or you can do what a lot of people do. Yep. <laughs> project. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can project. You Why can be like, are you wasting my time. Yeah, that's like, right. It was wait, it, it was way better in my day. Yeah. You're destroying you know, you're destroying the purity of the art and <sighs> you know. And and that's like and then you decide that, that that's the hill you're going to die on. Yeah. In the meanwhile, everybody's passing you by and getting better and more creative and, and figuring this stuff out. The the thing is, is that there are components of this that that when we're talking about especially martial arts, when we're talking about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, if we're, if we're talking about the fact that jiu-jitsu is a self-defense art, for instance, if you're using jiu-jitsu to save your life or the life of somebody you care about, then you really don't give a shit about any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, not, like I none of this matters. I, when I'm walking in to do jiu-jitsu in the morning, every, I'm going to tell you, Jeff, 110% of the time, yeah, I am never thinking about this at all. Right, correct. Not even a little. I'm not, not thinking about, what am I doing? To, am I going to be doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu today? Or am I going to be doing American, American Jiu-Jitsu? Right. No, right. it's just, right. we're going to go in and we're going to go into Harrisburg, Harrisburg, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo. Correct. In Lemoyne. Yep. And I'm going to do some, and even that far. I'm not even thinking that. You're not that. even thinking that far. I'm thinking about, man, I should have drank more coffee. You want to make sure you remember your gi before you get in the car. Exactly. And got all the parts. Right. And did, should I take a piss before I leave? Or do you have oh, piss do I, jug? Do I have my piss jug? <laughs> do have, yeah, do I have piss jug? Uh, Pat didn't even uh, dry his belt. It was disgusting. Yeah, so it, it, He washed it, but it wasn't uh, dry. So every time you go to grab the belt, it was it's like... like squ- yeah, it's it like squishy. Like squishy. That's gross. So, this but, is why I don't wash my belt. But I, that's what I think about. Not yeah. what kind of jujitsu. It's it's not that. Sure. You're, I'm sure you don't think of like, oh, this is probably rooted in Brazilian jujitsu instead of Japanese. You're, right. This right. is all sure. jujitsu. And and uh, as as uh, Greg, who's my professor, has brought up on several occasions, he's like, it, it never ceases to uh, to amaze him that he'll find some literature from way back before any of this was even a thing in like you know maybe it's like roman history or whatever yeah. where there's wrestling involved where you'll find the same moves that were you know illustrated in some ancient text that he's right. like this You're is like, oh, there's a kimura right because there's only right right you never think of it wasn't bending... called a kimura but yeah right, right. you never think of bending shit the wrong way yeah yeah obviously stupid <laughs> right. right of course no it's like the same thing of like doing some th- something to someone else's body that they don't want to happen like do you think anybody wants to get stabbed with a sword right. or shot with an arrow or shot or, with right. you know, a musket or some shit it's not as though jujitsu invented how to choke somebody unconscious right. i mean Somebody along the lines most likely figured this out well beforehand. Right. But what these systems do is that they it collects these these techniques and it puts it into a comprehensive system of study and learning mm-hmm. and then ultimately teaching, right. so that we can we can apply it in a sequence. So it's not just one technique; it's it's this whole library of techniques. Right. And uh, and then and then what was great about jujitsu is that th- this library of techniques, most of them, 
are functional and from a self-defense perspective. Right. You could just use them. You could just use them in the sequence, and it's not going to get you in trouble. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to be able to you know save your life, blah, 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 blah. And, and whether you like it or not, even if time stopped after all those things were invented— it would still progress. It would. It, it would, would still, have to. Like if they stopped, you know, even if the, you didn't start counting generations or you didn't start doing any of that other stuff. Right. It sell it like because people think differently because no matter what, it's progress. You think about you're learning from other people's mistakes and you're perfecting other things. Some things are kind of already just perfect. Some but other times, are. but sometimes you can also just fucking find something, and you're like, "Oh shit, that happened." Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like and sometimes it, you find shit that just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like a lot of times, you can be like, "I think uh, yesterday during the guard passing day, yeah, uh, game, I uh, at one point was holding on to my own wrist." <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit! Whoops, <laughs> that wasn't my wrist." Yeah, dope. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's and so you know, I think that there's the, it, the in order for the new school to criticize the old school, there has to be an old school, and for the old school to criticize the new school, there has to be a no new school. school. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, yeah, the the the, 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 un, the misunderstanding is sort of the yin yang of things, right? You know, without lightness, there's there's or without darkness, there's no light. Without light, there's no dark. You know. You have to have both of them. And the idea, and this comes from like a way, way back when I was doing uh, Jeet Kune Do. And when, you know, because Bruce Lee had passed away so early in his life, there remained a question about those that were loyal to Bruce's teaching specifically as to whether Bruce just wanted to leave it exactly the way it was after he had, at the time that he died, or was it to evolve over time? I think it's very clear that Bruce wanted Jeet Kune Do to evolve yeah, over was, time. He was mixing all of his... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea was it for it to change over right. time. I mean, I think he was very clear about this. But I understand how people can misconstrue this. You know, we have to keep this sacred and pure. Right. And it has to be what he left us. And then we have to... The, the people do this with religion. They do it with... Um, they do it with their, you know, new ways of, like, with technology. They do it with, you know, everything. There is this group of people that is just... Like I'm just done. I'm now complacent. I right. don't want to learn anymore. I it's I, too much in any any realm in any possibility like anywhere. I like I I've said it so many times. There has to be a better way to find out if a pet has rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they were like only way is to chop the head off. Right. Send it on out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we'll let you know. Like. Nothing else. There's nothing else. <laughs> like we we got to a point where we have you know. Uh, well, there is one way, and that is you get bit by your animal and you have rabies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you can get shots exactly. Yeah, right, right. But there's no like there's no point where like there's some things where you know they're they haven't stopped progressing. But I guarantee you that if you discovered a new like if if Bruce Lee came back to life and you went up and said hey. We found awesome, like we made so many improvements on Jeet Kune Do, and, and we also found uh, some new martial arts that are incredibly effective. Right. Would you like us to add them to the, and he'd go, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do yeah. you think he'd really go like, no, I wanted to keep it just uh, minimal, like, no, what are you talking I, no, of about? course not. He would be he would be ec- ecstatic, right. you know, to learn these these things and start dismantling it, and then through the scientific method, which he was a big fan of start to disassemble these things and see what he can prove to be true and not true. Right. You know, so you start with that, you know, with that that theory and the, your hypothesis and then you work to disprove 
your theory. Yeah, consider it a compliment, really, because yeah. that just means that people have learned to defend your martial art or your your right. your attacks or something right. like that. Like right. it's it's kind of like somebody had to train harder or figure out a new way to do something just to get around what you were doing. Sure, to not die. Sure, that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, and I think that it's it's fair to say that like yes, there is a level of accessibility. That that evolves over time as you start to, uh, and it's almost as if you're domesticating a you know a wild animal. Right. Brazilian jiu-jitsu or any combat sport on its outset. So, for instance, the UFC is a perfect example. In the beginning, and I don't know if you remember, but in the beginning, like people were mortified by the UFC. Yeah. This is a blood sport. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. And now it is one of the largest you know it's, it's- professional athletic competitions. It is definitely can, more. It's it's as accessible almost as like football. In the beginning, you know, the beginning of the of the UFC and, and in its heyday, it was it's in its heyday really. But like in that moment where it was really starting to grow or whatever, every time they went to the ground and there was Brazilian jiu-jitsu involved, everybody booed. Right. You know? Right. Because they're like, I don't want to see this shit. They still do, kind of. <laughs> yeah, some. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. But I think more importantly is that we have more moms and dads that are doing jujitsu yeah. now. They know what's going on down there. Right. And that's pretty exciting, right? Um, it, and so anyway, it, and, you know, and not to digress too much into, like, you know, mixed martial arts and so forth. The idea that the, that the new school is is something different than what the old school is. Is ridiculous. It's exactly the same thing. It's yeah. just evolved. That's a great example. You know, yeah, yeah old yeah. UFC to new UFC, UFC yeah. that yeah. kind of thing is, is. It's going to evolve, right? Right. You're going to change. In the beginning, at the very first UFCs, you had the different martial arts represented, and then it became mixed martial arts because everyone was like, "Okay, shit, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I can't, you know, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, right, I don't want to get leg kicked to death. I don't want to get. I don't want to get punched. I don't right. want to get out wrestled. I don't want to get you know out submitted. Like, and so it became. Now you are a jack of all trades, and it's the mastery of that of that understanding and going out and fighting. So, you know, so I think like the old school versus new school mentality says like if you are if you are of the camp that says the old school is better than the new school, what you're effectively saying is that I am. I'm complacent and I'm willing to like give up being creative and understanding that this that this art and this um, these techniques evolve over time and you're gonna miss out yeah and that's not to say that all there are there are growing pains in there there are techniques that are introduced uh, from the new school that will ultimately be tossed well, that, away and that's what it, it, it makes it more exciting in my sure like in, in because at some point you want to see Brock Lesnar lose to somebody that of course. you want to see Tom Brady or the Patriots, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't want any of those things. Like you, it's boring at a certain point. I remember even at one point early on watching Anderson Silva, being like not knowing that much about him beforehand. Right. Being like, come on, like is what anybody, the fuck? Is, is anybody, anybody going to beat this guy? Is he going to fight for more than twelve seconds? And then right. like after that, being like, wait a minute. That's actually a good thing. Sure, <laughs> and yeah. going like, I'm going to pay attention to what he's doing. Yeah. And just being like, holy shit. And then just going like, hey, watch this guy. And that's yeah. exactly what it is, old school to new school. It's just of course. evolving. It's learning. Right. It's not go- It's not a good or bad thing. It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't. And the it's fundamentals, the, though, right. are still the same. Right. right? You it's can do same. anything you want. If you want to do the old school, just let it be known. It is not known as the only way to know jujitsu. It's the old school. Like sure. You have to understand. There, sure. At a certain point, you gotta. And I'm telling you that 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 brutality from the the beginning, uh, the the origins of of our art, 
um, still exists. Right. Only it exists in competition, and it exists uh, yeah. maybe not as much, but right. it does still exist in competition, and it exists at the time uh, that hopefully you don't. But if you ever have to use it to defend your life or somebody right. else's, exactly, it exists. Um, and and it had to happen in that moment so that everybody was shocked. And everybody paid attention. And now it's done its job. So enjoy this ride now that you're in the new school. Whether yeah. you're old, it does. And that's the other thing about it. If you're of the old school, you're now in the new school. You yeah. don't have, like, if you're still alive and practicing jujitsu, you're in the new school whether right. you like it. Right. Or yeah. Not. Just be happy you got air in your <laughs> yeah, lungs. That's right. And you're still and doing jujitsu, right? And learn a flying triangle or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, or, or a buggy choke. Or a buggy. Yeah. What the fuck's a buggy <laughs> choke? <laughs> or a growler. Yeah. Or the growler. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like uh, there. There's certain techniques that uh, I I love. Again, and we've talked about this, and uh, but like anytime you tell me, it's almost like I'm the exact opposite of that person. Of the if somebody tells me like it doesn't, oh, it doesn't work like that, or you you'll never get that from there. Blah blah sure. blah. I'm just like fucking watch me. Well, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like one of those things of like fucking new school. Right. I'm gonna invent something that's gonna make that work because you know what. You yeah. told me it can't work from that way. That's it's right. Like one of those things of like, I got arms, they got arms, I can do that anywhere and I want. That's that's you know that's part of the human experience, right? right. Ingenuity, motivation, determination. I'm going to go figure this out. And here's the thing, like if it was something like let's say the buggy choke, which everybody's like talking about buggy chokes right now, and I love it, and and it's it's cool, right? And it might it might just be a fad. I put that in quotes. It might just be a fad that that you know lasts for a little while and then disappears. But what if that happens? What's going to happen later down the road is somebody else is going to take a look at that and modify it again. Well, somebody's going to be like, becomes, "Oh, you're doing that old buggy choke." Yeah, yeah. But here's how I handle right. it, and then it becomes a staple. Right. You know, that's how these things evolve. So exactly. you can't be dismissive of it. You know, it's just that you know th- this is like. You don't want to get distracted with too many flashy things. You, you should master your fundamentals and understand those things prior to getting to that point. Right. But you can't be dismissive to new ideas. This is how the art evolves. Right. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's my opinion on on the old school versus the new school. I agree wholeheartedly, and I think that if I I still like that there's still it just makes more if you're have if you have nothing new to learn. Like, why would you continue to do the stuff? Well, I think those are the questions you have to ask yourself. Right. I guess you know, because you're, Yeah, because I think some, you know, for some it'll be a moment in time in which they're like, I, you know, in order to fulfill the fantasy of myself, I have to get my black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Right. And um, and once I get that, I'm good. I'm gold. Like I don't need to. I don't need to learn anymore. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll just have, stop. Yeah, I'll just have. Well, <laughs> yeah. or, or I'll just be able to walk in the gym, and everyone will be afraid of me. Yeah, and they'll know that I'm a master at, at jujitsu. But but that's not. That wouldn't be the right reason to get a black belt. Right. You know, because this is. You should still be like. At, at black belt, you should be like, holy shit, there's so much stuff. I, I was intimidated to get my black belt because there's still so much stuff I don't know. Yeah, what if somebody asked me something yeah, I know, about and, this, I'm like, and I'm like, well, oh, you're a black belt now, so you choke. should know. I don't know what the fuck a buggy choke is. Like, <laughs> but you got a black belt. Yeah. It's a buggy choke. I just saw it on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, like, right. huh, it's a, uh, hold on. Yeah, and you know what my answer is. I go, what the fuck's a bucky choke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's been so many times, too, like that I will show you a, some, show you a thing and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, but that's look. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't do that. And right. you don't even put effort into it. Yeah. You're just like you just push your my arm away, or you put, like do something. And you're like, yeah, you just turn around. Like, oh yeah, okay. 
So, right. but on um, you know, you don't think of that in the moment, you know. But, but but if I give you that piece of information, then you go back to the lab, right? And you try and figure like, okay, so if he's going to do that, then this is how it, you and know. That's how you get a new move. That's how you get a new move. See that's right. Guys? Right. It's how you get an answer to these like positions. These that's how these problems are solved. And then you come back and you show it to me again, and I go, that's dope. And I teach it to a class. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's and you get cool. to name it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing, man. Yeah. I gotta I gotta find a new thing that I get to name. Yeah. And I and I'm strictly going by your knowledge, which apparently I'm finding now is maybe it's well. You told me what a buggy choke is, yeah. But I think I think you're on it, and I feel like Chris, which he's pretty much on it. But Chris is, yeah, he's knowledgeable, or he won't let you know he's not. But Justin definitely. Justin is. will. I'll have double it. check with Justin. Justin that, will. That's have the, the committee. Yeah, we've I've had uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing several guys throughout my jujitsu career who are just like these textbooks of everything. Yeah. Um. And uh, and funnily enough, two of those guys are named Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of I think a lot of jujitsu people are named Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Or the least that's the, American the, jujitsu. Uh, encyclopedia of jujitsu. Uh, equals Justin. So it's Justin Jiu-Jitsu. Justin. <laughs> it's Justin like if they're going to call it Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, this is Justin Jiu-Jitsu. That's what American Jiu-Jitsu is. If he started a podcast, it can just be called Justin Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, and it would be JJJ. Right, and it would just be like, no, this is just in Jiu-Jitsu, the world of Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, just in Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Oh, See what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, uh, uh. Just like our segment. <laughs> What's poppin', what's crackin', what's happening in jujitsu? Jujitsu today, jujitsu today, jujitsu today. What's cracking? So, what's popping? Yeah, I got a couple notes here. There was yeah. a, there's some some really exciting things I wanted to talk about today. The first thing I wanted oh. to talk about was um, uh, we we were talking about the Sean Brady Craig Jones fight on. Fury oh 3. yeah, we were talking about that. I I, I kind of stopped it because I wanted to I wanted to get this on the on wax. You know what I'm saying? You get it on wax. Yeah. So sorry, the Brady Jones fight. Um, it, it took place here on December 30th. I think I it was. So, yeah. yeah, and um, uh, it, it was actually it might have been New Year's Eve. Actually, was it New 31st, Year's Eve? Okay, the 31st. Because yeah. I remember seeing some people from the gym. That after they had trained early and the gym was closed, no more classes, they were sure. all just hanging out watching the the fight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, interestingly enough, so uh, you know, Brady comes away with the win on this one, and it went to a. And I know it was like everyone's like, "Oh my God, Brady beat Jones! Brady beat Jones!" That's that's how it was reported. Remember, yeah, I was telling yeah, you, like, yeah, that's what was I was big saying. deal, sensational, breaking, yes, breaking, breaking news. news, holy shit, <laughs> yeah, Sean yeah. Brady, he yeah. just beat Michael Chiesa, now he beat this fucking guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and really, what happened was is like nothing happened throughout yeah. the fight. There, the, it went to ref's decision, and because Brady, uh, because Jones played Z guard the majority of the time, there were no real submission attempts, no real sweep attempts. There was no giving up position after that position had, had begun. And also, I should mention to our audience listeners is that there is a rule that says no heel hooks on UFC fighters. Oh, really? Yep. So Jones was not Wait. allowed to go to his bread and butter submission. Only on you, not for like that. Why can't they just? It's do a that contract the, thing. So, but they can't just do that for that because that this was what was it again? What was the event? It was um, uh, Fury Feet Fury. Fury. But yeah, why Fury, can't they just Fury say okay for this event no heel hooks? Yeah, but they didn't. It was just it's That's under weird. the. I think it's part of the. And I, don't quote me on this, okay. but I'm pretty sure it's under the UFC contract. Huh. So like it, because he's a UFC fighter and under contract with UFC, he's an he's a he's yeah. a commodity. Yeah, so yeah. they can't. If Jones heel hooks him and blows his, you know, beats him, 
Well, or just tears his like, knee doesn't, out. Yeah, doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but it could happen. Yeah, yeah. It could happen because he doesn't want because because Brady doesn't want to lose the fight. Right. You know, so he's going to fight through it. If hmm. he gets if he gets torn and he can't fight then for the next you know year or, or whatever, then yeah. that's a liability to the UFC. Hmm. So no heel hooks. Jones was not allowed to do heel hooks, and so they sat in Z guard for the whole time, and the refs gave it to Sean because he was on he was on top, and I yeah. put that in quotes. He was on top. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was kind of that was so it was definitely misleading from what I because I didn't get to see the the match, uh, but I I headlines often are. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that was that was a thing of like you know I can't believe it's fucking breaking. He did this like there was not like nobody was there was I I don't like there's sometimes like they'll give like a breakdown or kind of like a rundown of what the the match was. I, that's how that's how I know I'm a fan of jujitsu. Yeah. Not just like I love it to its core. Yeah. Because I'll read descriptions of grappling matches. Sure, of course I do the same <laughs> like, thing. Like I don't even watch a it's video pathetic. of it. I'll just sit there and go like <laughs> and then fucking Brady got on there and then he did this and it's just like so it's kind of like a rundown of like the match, and it was, and I didn't read anything like it was just breaking, blah blah blah. Right. I didn't see any rundowns like that. So yeah, I, man I, cooks baby in oven, <laughs> and then you're like, what the fuck? You're like, what? And then you run around like, did you hear about that guy that cooked his baby in the oven? And yeah, you find out it. You yeah, know. and it was just like, no, he booked. It was a baby <laughs> Cornish game. It, yeah, it was a baby. <laughs> it was a baby chicken. Or something. Yeah. Oh, you didn't read the fine. Yeah, you didn't Cornish read the <laughs> the sub. What was yeah. it? The uh, subtitle. Yeah, yeah. But like, I to me, I feel like. There, so uh, so you did you get to see it? I forgot. I did not. I you didn't get see it. See it. I, I read, but I read the the because I'm a dork like you are. I yeah. read the description of the fight. I will say, if anything, uh, I can vouch again. I I just saw Michael uh, Michael Chiesa just get pretty much manhandled by Sean Brady. Sure. For five rounds. Sure. And it was, and he was tired. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he got tired for that. Sure. Like he was excited. Also, Philly guy too. So you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is you might not hear to, this. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not to take away from Sean okay. at all. Like I'm not. I'm not criticizing Sean. <laughs> I like him, Sean. Yeah, I think you did a great job. <laughs> no, but listen, this is the this is the truth though, and I and I say this a lot to our guys, especially in competition. Is don't and this this started way back in the day, like when I was fighting in mixed martial arts and stuff. Is don't leave it to the refs. Yeah. Don't leave the fight to the refs. And if you do, you you may depending on like what their perspective is, or the don't leave it to the judges. I mean, yeah, you don't ever leave it to the judges because they may have a knowledgeable base of what's going on, or they may not. Right, and you could end up losing that fight. Yeah, yeah, and it could have just on been... a technicality. So they there there's never a draw. There's never somebody that they just say not in this apparently. That's crazy. To yeah, because yeah. like if that was the case, I would understand it being a draw, obviously. But and it would they have, have been, to say a winner. Well, it would have been in in other circumstances and other shows. It would have been a draw. We do have draws in a lot of other jujitsu competitions where there's just no points scored, and um, there's really no there was a, maybe some back and forth, but nobody even had a submission attempt. So there's no advantages. I just figured it out. What did you figure I out? I figured it out. What, what is was it? the thing we talked about in the last show where you the two people if they don't want to uh, a close out, close out. Yeah, they ha- but they have to do it. Sean, Br- uh, Sean, they had to close uh, out. And, 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 like at the end of it, they have to go. Okay, who do you guys think won? Bing. <laughs> they heads go, and they, tails. Yeah, you guys choose who won, and then we'll say that's who won. And if it's just like, well, I don't know, you had the top, but uh, yeah, I don't know, but I was kind of keeping you there. Yeah, that's like one of those things. I'm like. Can we just go another five minutes? <laughs> just five minutes. Five yeah. minutes. Whoever gets the takedown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what? Well, uh, and then it comes down to who can heel hook who first. Yeah. <laughs> no that's, heel hooks. That's a new warm up. Yeah, who heel hooks who first? That's right. And then there's Dana White running through. Go no heel no. 
No, he'll you sign the contract. Here's my money. Anyway, you've got like you have, um, and I don't know much about Fury in terms of its its rule sets and so forth. Um, but we have a lot of competitions that have like uh, you know sudden death rules. If just to prevent those types of things from happening, yeah. so if it's a if it's a you know if it's a zero zero fight and it's tied up that they can then it's whoever gets the first takedown or in submission only we have different positions that you have to fight out of and whoever gets the choke first wins you know those types of things. But yeah. anyway, I just wanted to bring that one up because I knew it was sensational headline wise. But honestly, <laughs> this was not <laughs> no not and, and honestly uh, and it's not to take away from either one of the fighters. It's just that this is what happened and. That's, yeah, you know. I, and instead of calling it a closeout, we'll call it a wuss out. <laughs> All right, guys, time for a wuss out. <laughs> Who wants to wuss out? <laughs> yeah, so there's that. I'm not going to wuss out. <laughs> well, I'm not going to wuss out. I yeah. brought my piss mug. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, pal. I brought a piss mug, buddy. I got piss mug. Um, what else is uh, cracking? Oh yeah, and, and hey, happening? what's happening in jujitsu right Any now? More so inductees? We do. We have inductees into the Ooh. ADCC Hall of Fame, and and there was one, and I was so sad that I didn't see it come through. Um, Speaking and, or, of heel hooks, uh, yeah, no, not what? this one. No. Um, the, uh, <laughs> Marcelo Garcia made oh, yeah, it not into not. Oh, you were so disappointed. Yeah. Well, no, Marcelo, no. Marcelo is one of my favorite grapplers of all time. But there's another okay. one. The, but the joke works for the other one. <laughs> Which one? Who? Dean Lister. Dean Lister? What? I've seen him do heel Who? hooks before. Who's Dean Lister? Didn't he get uh, uh, inducted the into the ADCC? Yes, Dean Lister made it to the, the ADCC. The Abu Dhabi Combat Club? Yeah. But sorry, go over Marcia. Uh, Mar- no, well, I'll say Marcelo. Marcelo Mar- Marcia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. I didn't do my vocal exercises. That's what it was. This show's dead in the water, man. Yeah, Marcelo Garcia made it and got it, went to the Hall of Fame. So that was, that was pretty exciting. Um, but anyway, yeah, Dean Lister just made uh, ADCC Hall of Fame as well. Yeah. And of course, if you guys, if you, we were talking a lot about, you know, no gi grappling today. You know, in leg locks. Yeah, he's the he's like the godfather of leg locks. That rolled up into, and he's pretty funny. He's, he's a, a great dude. Guy. I yeah. like him. I think he's. A, I've yeah, seen yeah. His, his interviews and so forth. Again, I don't know him personally, but no. I, you know, but I've seen yeah. him in multiple interviews. I think he's. I think he's got a really good perspective on on you know coaching and training and jujitsu, and I think he's funny and a very dangerous guy. On top of that, yeah. But he definitely earned his earned his stripes here to make it make his way into the ADCC Hall of Fame. Um, in addition to that, I also have to make note that. Uh, our part of our lineage, lineage made it into the ADCC what? Hall of Fame, and that's uh, that's Hoyler Gracie. Really? Yeah. Holy so, shit! Yeah. So Hoyler got inducted as well. Wow. So so what does that mean? Do we get something, or do we get like a prize? Or like we get. A we all or? get. Yeah. We get money. Okay. And it's like each of us gets. I don't know. Somewhere around ten to twelve thousand dollars. Holy shit! That and, um, is honestly. We get a gold ring more. that we get. To, it's a pinky ring, but okay. we get to wear it. Can we negotiate this? Can we get more? I no. Honestly, I'd like a little bit more. I understand, but we get the gold pinky ring to wear, and we get an automatic induction into the ADCC Hall of Fame. We don't even have to fight. Really? Yeah, we just get oh. to we just get to line up behind Hoyler and get. We just get that or like, like a, like a family <laughs> like a family photo. <laughs> <laughs> we just all like and one two three, and we all just like like just like pop out from behind him. Right. We fan out. Right. Hi. 
spoiler, yeah. I'm technically one of your black belts. That that, <laughs> that would be cool if we did get some kind of like uh like uh, uh some kind of residual induction or something. But I you know I guess it's pretty cool that he's just in there. Too. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, shout out to those guys. That's I mean, awesome. It's, yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. That to me is, is any kind of Hall of Fame or anything, even if it's bad. I know I've said it a million times. It doesn't matter unless it's like the worst. Uh, a friend club or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Oh, speaking of which, there was there was one other one too, and I and I failed to mention. And I and I think there's a couple more. We should I should have to go just double check the the actual Hall of Fame. But uh, uh, Bralo Estima made it in there too. So oh, if you're nice. not familiar with Bralo, I mean you should I mean you should be. But if you're not, go check them out. Again, wh- every person that we bring up on the list of these like ABCC, every time we do it, just Google them. If yeah, you just don't Google know, them and go look them, them up. Yeah, watch them. Mo- uh, most of them compete in the gi and no gi, mm-hmm. and they have have tremendous. You know, uh, competition records behind them. Um, most of them are really good instructors as well. They'll have a lot of like stuff to teach on. You know, you can find them on YouTube and all that other stuff. But watch their matches, man. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, these are prolific competitors. Yeah, who've yeah. earned their way into the ADCC, you know, Hall of Fame. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to them, and shout out to you guys. Is it a break time? Do you need the? Do you need? I don't. Check? I don't need. I don't oh, need piss mug this. Oh shit. Moving right along. Moving right along. You know what time it is. Uh-uh. It's time to ask a black belt. The first question comes from uh, a magical man named Robert. Uh, in the past, we've talked about on the show and in class about some dick sure. moves. Dick moves. What are some other dick moves? Buying some... your buying your black belt. Yeah. dicks is a dick move. <laughs> that's actually that's actually what they call their buyers club. They call it the dick moves. Yeah. It's a... After twelve dick moves, you get a free hat. Was he giving me an example of like what is a I dick think, move? I think at the time, maybe when he had proposed the question, it was when we we're talking about you know knees and the thighs. Uh, you mean elbows habits. and the thighs? El- what did I say? Knees. Knees. Yeah. Uh, elbows yeah. and the thighs. Elbows. What? What are dick moves? So they, I, okay. The, the best ones that I can think of are anything that has to do with slamming, um, and spinal manipulation. Yeah. What's What's gonna What's gonna get you uh, uh, the the ass eye from everybody else? That's yeah. Gonna be like, come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah. I can. I mean, I can tell you that like almost everything will get you a warning first, and then directly after that, it's either you're getting an ass whooping or you're getting kicked out. Right. Right. Remembering too that like and, and this speaks to a little bit on our main topic today. <laughs> one of the dicks moves. I know this is asking black, but one of the dick moves is uh, heel hooking a UFC fighter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first. It's dick against move. their contract. You're not right. allowed to do it. That's a dick move. But other than that, I think he means for uh, the rest of us normies. <laughs> yeah, for the normies, like it's it's important to recognize that like these are your training partners, and we're, I say this ties a little bit into the old school, new school type of mentality, and that is is that we were and and I am fortunate enough to be of that age where because you know. If we're talking to people that are in their mid 30s to late 40s, they saw this evolution too. So when I started jujitsu, mostly because we were knuckleheads and we didn't know any better, we just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. We didn't understand like that. Oh, this move. If I don't tap, like I still have, I still have elbow trouble from an armbar that I didn't tap to when I was a white belt when I should have tapped. Yeah. And it's not because I didn't know better than to tap. It's just that I was like, maybe I can get out of this. Yeah. 
at my age now, I know more. I know better. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, it's a lot of trial and error, and that's there is. that is a benefit of a new school for sure. sure. That's a really great point. Yeah. Right. Right. But. You know, these are your training partners. And so the idea is that number one is I want to make sure that I have people that want to train with me. And number two, I don't hurt my training partners. So I have people to train with. Right, exactly. So so dick moves are not necessary in any capacity. Right. Um, if it's somebody that you're fighting to defend your life, then fuck them. I don't care. You can do whatever dick move you yeah. want. You can move their dick anywhere you'd like. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, that's another dick move. <laughs> you can, if it's let on, go. I'm like, for you. instance, if it's they on will, your shoulder, yeah. you can just brush it off. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. Let me just move this over here. Boy, that was a dick move. Excuse me. <laughs> Talk about dick moves. Am I right? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop moving your dick there. Maybe that's what he meant. I don't know. He this was is, not clarifying. This I'm is just the exact assuming. reason that when I publish these episodes, I have to write explicit, explicit content. Yeah, click, <laughs> click the yeah. button for explicit content. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be naughty language. We could just talk about dicks in an explicit way. Yeah, and moving. Jeff's dicks. kids, turn it off. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed, kids. Not going to bed is a dick move. Yeah, stop not going to bed. Listen to your father. Yeah. Uh, Listen but, to your father. But so so if I was to... So like can opener moves, like right? So when you've got them... Cranks. Somebody's in the clo- Yeah, somebody's in the closed guard and you reach back behind their head and you pull their head towards your towards their stomach. Yeah. That's a dick move. Okay. You know, it's called a can opener. Oh, shit. Don't do it. Yeah, okay. I got gotcha. you. It's going to it's going to hurt somebody because the problem is is that not everybody in that position can let go at that point. They're right. stuck. Yeah, yeah. And so when they're stuck and you're not even giving them an opportunity to let go, you can you can severely hurt them. Slamming people right. is ridiculous. Okay. And listen, there's a, there's this like this a whole thing about slamming people, and and I will tell you guys from my personal experience, as I'm a fan of the triangle choke, I use triangle chokes a lot. If I was in a street fight, I would not purposely put myself in a, uh, my my uh, enemy in a triangle choke because I don't want them to pick me up over their head and slam me onto the concrete. Right. However, however, if I found myself in that situation and they pick me up over their head, I am choking the shit out of them the whole way down. Yeah. Okay. And I've had people in the I've had people on the mat who have picked me up to try and get rid of me on a triangle choke, and they slammed me, and I still choked them, okay? Now, it was a mat. It wasn't concrete. Right. And I absorbed the blow, and it wasn't pleasant, and my head, you know, I was, thankfully, my head didn't snap and hit the, the mat, but, but it's, the it's reason I choked that dude... Where you were mad. You made you mad. Yeah, it made me mad, and, and I will... I will say this on the podcast, but it does not need to be repeated after this, is that they did tap, and I did not let go. Okay. okay. So... And and it was with just a little bit, not the whole way, just a little bit of yeah. force to let them know that, like, I don't have to let go of this. And you right. just slam me, so go fuck yourself. Right. And it didn't work, and yeah. you just made me mad. Right. So, right. so you don't really have to say much after that except for, hey, those words. But and, look, then, and then yeah. just, uh, like, you're okay. Now, I'm okay. We're lucky. Let's not let's not do this again. But listen, I want to make a really really important note about dick moves, and yeah. that is we all have our turn where we accidentally did something that we didn't know was a dick move, right. and we you know we thought we were doing the right thing, and we hurt somebody, and they're like, "Hey, man, don't do that again." Look, that's just a learning. That's just learning. That's, right. That doesn't make you a dick. You know, you 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 did a dick move, but right. that doesn't that doesn't make you the gym bully or anybody that we hate. It's when you are told about it, and then you go and do it again. That's when it's a dick. Move. Yeah, that's when it's a dick. Move. Right, right. And, and so even like I, we've all done the thing where we, oh, sorry, you know, you accidentally knee somebody, or you move, you have, you know, elbow somebody, or yeah, well, that's like, slap that's in the, the face. Like different. that's like 
That's the stuff. That's yeah. <laughs> I have a story for you. Huh. Speaking of slapping people. Okay. I I had and this will be a digression for our podcast and hopefully I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure one of our students who her name's Shannon listens to this to the podcast and she will appreciate this is that she is the first person that I open-handed slapped in jujitsu oh, really? in all my years. <laughs> we were doing we start every we start two the first two matches off of right. every every uh, rolling session from our feet. So because it's important for us to learn from that, and I'm working on this like Russian tie. So I'm like kind of like I'm like kind of like sideways on her, and I can't remember now whether she like grabbed my lapel or whatever, and I had. I had yanked, I yanked the grip off, and she pulled it back, and I let go. But my hand, open handed, like whack, slapped yeah. her right in the face, and it was like a full on, like it was like, yeah, you know, it yeah, made yeah. a big pop, and I was like, oh my god, it wasn't a hard hit, but yeah. it, like it sounded so bad, and I'm like, I just slapped you, and she's like, you didn't slap me, you bitch slapped me, and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I felt so bad, but also couldn't help but laugh. It was the, yeah, it was, was like hilarious. the biggest like yeah. slap I'd ever given anybody. It was so so loud. I think it it's awesome. funny. I, I I I think it is funny. There is a there is a place and a time for uh like joking. You know yeah. what I mean? Like joking like that. Sure. But like I I think that some people are are uncomfortable with it. But luckily, I think a lot of the folks that we roll with on a daily basis are either whether it be from exposure to people yeah. like us. Yeah. Or or they were already people like us, but luckily that kind of They're stuff like solid. not only yeah, is that like yeah. cool, but it's also like hey no, you just kicked the shit out of me. Right, right, <laughs> you know right. that's one of those no, things that like yeah they're awesome and, yeah. and I, I I like that that's awesome that's a fucking yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, we have a great we have a, such a great crew. I don't I don't have to worry about that shit. Um, but uh, I, I'll tell you and to end this question and I and it is it really important is one of the ones that we don't talk about a lot that is a very big dick move is. You know, it's it's your etiquette, not just your how you roll, right? So if you're the guy that's like that's bragging to everybody in the locker room about you know beating the shit out of somebody else, that's a dick move, yeah, right, right. You know, if you if you're the guy that doesn't listen to the instructor and then goes off and does your own move because you think you know better, that's a dick move, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I it's it's the the not just the thing where you're. Not and not to say this in your case because you were obviously in control of the situation, but like if you're you don't let go when someone taps, like stuff like that. If yeah. you're just if you're if just being a dick no, no, on I the did mats, I, that was a dick move for me not to let go, but, but, but it, was it was in a, response to another dick in a, move. In a way, right. it was a justified dick move. Sure, <laughs> but yeah. yes, I understand. Right. Yeah, it's still a dick move. Yeah. but yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, uh, last question. From... And I wasn't an instructor at that point, so anyway, go oh, ahead. even yeah. better then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no accountability. Yeah, Perfect. There's no accountability. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. Uh, <laughs> next question uh, from David. Uh, he asks, any weight training or just fifty push-ups daily? Uh, if that's still going. Oh, oh, do I do do I do daily push-ups? Um, okay, or so do no you make, uh, weights. Weight training. Okay, um, no, I don't. I, I would love to weight train. I, w- I wish I had Same. time to weight train. I don't. Um, usually, I'm pretty burnt out by the end of the day. Excuse me, I got a burp. He's he's very emotional about this. David, (laughs) David, you really brought up a a touchy subject. (laughs) Listen, here's the big thing. I love lifting. I love it. I love lifting. I think that you guys, if you guys and gals are out there and you want to lift, lift. Like, it's really important. Find somebody that's really good at it, though. Your compound lifts are your best. Like, your your bread and butter lifts, uh, bench press, deadlift, squat, and overhead press. It can't be beat. Um, The supplemental work for that is pull-ups. 
And after that, like whatever, whatever, you know, tickles your fancy, you know, dips, jumping rope, whatever you will work on your cardio. I understand that. Um, I spent a long time powerlifting, uh, and I say long time, I, not compared to powerlifters. I powerlifted for several years. It built a very, very strong platform for me to, and I still have leftover like strength and balance and and so forth from that. That you never that completely lost. It from never that went time, away, yeah. right? And and I thank powerlifting for it. Um, Thanks, if I, powerlifting. Yeah. So if I could do it, if I could do it again, if I could mix it into my current regime right now, I'm sure I wouldn't obviously lift as much as I did then, but I would still do it. And I know guys that still lift on a you know on a weekly basis, several times a week. Um, you know, uh, Joe Stetter definitely does this. He lifts regularly, um, and it's it's important. It's a good it's a good exercise. I yeah. do I do a lot of push ups. I do a lot of pull ups. Um, it's just part of my daily daily. Yeah. I like them. That's something that's already worked in. It, it is. It's just something that I like to do. Um, I do a lot of dips. Um, do you have a number or do you just do to like to fail? Like I have to, a couple of different routines failure. that I use. No, I never go to failure. Um, it, you know, I try and work out these, I have a couple of different routines that I'm working on. And so the latest one, I'm not going to get into all the details of it, but the latest one has a specific, you know, a spe- specific routine to it. So, and it's, and it is 50 pushups in that. Nice. Uh, in that time frame, so many pull-ups, so many dips. I don't think I've ever done a full push-up and or a full pull-up in my entire life. Well, that needs to change. You know what? It probably will. Maybe. Pull-ups, if I had to pick That's one That's my New Year's exercise. resolution. <laughs> listen, guys, listen. If I had to pick one exercise for you guys to do at home, okay, okay don't have to have weights. You just need a pull-up bar. Do pull-ups. Pull-up bar, like the shower bar? Like the shower, shower head, bar. like the shower head's not a good idea. <laughs> Don't hang on that. No, use a door frame pull up bar. You can get them cheap on, uh, like at Dick's. You can okay. go to Dick's. Get my black belt. Get yeah, it. get your black belt <laughs> yeah. and a pull up bar yeah, okay. that just hangs in the doorway, right? Yeah, you can use them for pull ups. Do pull ups. They're they're excellent exercises. And do a dead hang pull up. You know, hang the whole way down. Pull yourself the whole way up. Um, I also am a big fan of the kettlebell. And I've used the kettlebell for years, and I'm getting back into using the kettlebell as we speak. And my groin will tell you, and my and my hip flexors will tell you, and my quads will tell you, it loves the kettlebell. Get the mic down there. Let's hear them. And my core. <laughs> 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 leave us alone for a little while. Fucking put on us, Mike. We do not consent. What? Well, I don't only know one uh, exercise with the kettlebell, and that's the thing where you swing through your legs. It's a double-handed swing. Yeah, yeah that's the only thing the, I know yeah. how to do confidently. Well, I'll give you another one, and you can use one hand. Hang it from the door hang. <laughs> the do- door handle. Yeah, you put, wrap it around your waist and then use it for pull-ups and do weighted pull-ups. Just make myself 15 pounds heavier? Yeah. So, I mean, I do, like, I do uh, with kettlebell, I do the swings. Uh-huh. I'll use double-handed swings, single-handed swings. I'll use uh, clean and press, uh, get-ups. These are like the fundamentals of kettlebell. They work awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I, te- I'll teach them to you. Hell yeah! I, I basically for during the lockdown, uh, I I use them for uh, push-ups or not push-ups, but like bench. I basically just kind of yeah. just I just did it uh, really really slow yeah. and really methodical, and did yeah. like a lot of reps of yeah. each thing. I've like pulled it up like this yeah. from the ground, like I laid down and like just like pulled it up, basically just different lifts with it, but nothing like yeah. no specific kettlebell actual sure. workout. Sure. But yep. that's cool. That's yep. good. That's yeah. I, I think that's actually really solid advice. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's great. So so to answer the question, I don't, but I wish I did do. I do. I right. wish I had a weight training regime as part of my 
weekly. Yeah, I wanted to get. I wanted my plan was for this next competition was to get fucking humongous with weights, and I did not lift one fucking weight. <laughs> not one one like so that mission that, not accomplished. Not even not even attempted, Jeff. <laughs> but mission mission not even on paper yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even go like, oh, I'm gonna go lift weights this day. I was like, man, I really want to get into that. Yeah. Then and then Off gone and then yeah. doing something. But it wasn't like I wasn't doing stuff. But I there was a lot of time where I could have been doing stuff. Sure. I understand. <laughs> yes. But uh, understandable. And uh, hey, if David, if you want to get into a weight uh, training thing, do all of the work and then just tell me when I can go there. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, you know what? I probably still won't do it. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but uh, uh, Jeff, what? might be on this one black belt's turntable yeah funny you should ask huh huh (laughs) (laughs) um cool g rap cool g rap cool g raps on my turntable right now road to the riches is the name of the record i feel like such a fucking uh, at a at like i feel like an uncool dude every time you say something i'm just like uh cool g rap uh who's this now is this a rapper Where is he where's he from now, is a rapper cool or is he cool g <laughs> if you know what i mean is he a cool g no uh, yeah cool g rap like uh so this is old school hip-hop you've got this is 1989 road to the riches listen to the record you gotta most people will know the song road to the riches when they hear it. they're like oh i know that song I shouldn't say most people. A lot of people will, though. So Is uh, that their, like, hit? Like, that's no, a no, single? Or? No, I mean, unfortunately, like, Cool G Rap never made it to, like, the, like, to the, you know, the big time, yeah. you know? He did very well for himself. He made records for years and years and years. I just use Road to the Riches as your entry to Cool G Rap. Arguably, in my opinion, one of the greatest MCs to ever walk the planet. He's got a, a terrific uh, rhyme scheme. He's really he's got great breath control. Terrific rapper. Nice. Um, listen to the record. It's a great record, and that's what's on my turntable, man. Cool G Rap. I like cool G it. Rap. His DJ's name is Polo, and uh, you you most of like there's going to be some song at some point. You'd be like, oh, I know that who Cool G Rap is, man. But, I feel like there's a real big missed opportunity there. Yeah. You could have been cool Marco. <laughs> I think it's been cool Marco, Marco Polo. Polo, right. You know what I mean? And every time you said Marco, you'd go Polo. Ha- call and response. That's that's hip hop one oh one, bud. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Marco, Polo. Yeah. Marco, Polo. I say hey, you say ho. Right. Hey. Marco. Hey. Polo. <laughs> <laughs> We've got this shit figured out. You're man. welcome. Is he still around? Is he still tour? Or, or? Yeah, I don't think he tours, but he's still around. Yeah. Hey, Cool G, it's not too late. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Let's make it happen. What's on your turntable there, Chief? My turntable? Yeah. Uh, A little band. I don't know if you know him. Much like Cool G rap. Guar. Guar. <laughs> I love Guar. Guar is a band that has, I don't think has, I realized necessarily had the impact it did on my life sure. throughout my life. Like everybody thinks of them as a gimmick band, mm-hmm. but as far sure. as as and I, for good reason, yeah, because they are, <laughs> you know, because they literally are. Because they are, right? they're, they're they're like Slipknot on crack. They're like Slipknot meets trauma trauma films. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's I always loved oh, yeah. trauma films growing up, and I always felt like those were like the outcasts. Like sure, like I don't know why I liked them. Right, you know what I mean. I it wasn't. I don't. I'm not somebody who ironically likes stuff. Right, mostly. Yeah, like I, yeah, there was a I point. You. you know, we're all snarky kids at one point or another. But I was like, we, we all dipped our toe in the insane clown posse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I had my a best friend that had that. The one that I had the dream about. 
uh, where uh, that died. Yeah, he was like a huge ICB, and I always called him trash. Yeah, yeah I called him trash. They are trash. <laughs> like, they're trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're trash. <laughs> I'm not better than them. It's it's just it's it's trash. I'm better than what they do, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> do you right, know what I mean? Right. Like I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, but either way, uh, it, Guar is was my that's my shit. That's the the thing. I'm yeah. not going to tell you it's better than your music, but I'm going to tell you it's my favorite. It's Pat's guilty pleasure. It's wonderful. I it's I gore. I love Gore too. Love for those exact reasons. It's impressive to I like the music genuinely. I liked all the movies they used to do. Yep. They used to do like films and stuff yep. like that. And it became a really cool uh, early tradition between me and Dom. Like the first five anniversaries, wedding anniversaries we had. Yeah. Uh, starting on like the da- almost the exact date. The first two years were the exact date. October. Uh, no, sorry. It was uh, we bought the tickets the same day. <laughs> But it was uh, in October. They always came by Tampa, Guar, okay. and they would always come with another one of my favorite bands. Like, so yeah. uh, our one year wedding anniversary, we went to see Guar and the Casualties. Okay. Then right. we saw Guar with like Every Time I Die. We saw Guar with like these other bands that are supporting them. That I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the band starts dying. Yeah. So. Uh, Guar is a band that is still in existence. They're kind of like a Menudo meets, again, Troma. Yeah, yeah, right. Menudo. (laughs) (laughs) They just kind of can continue to switch out members. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, since the lead singer, Odorus Arungus, has passed away a couple years ago, who was uh, lived in Virginia, I wish I had the chance to meet him. I did, actually. Oh, did you? Have a chance to meet him, but not hang out with him. Uh, after a show one time in Ebor, when I was waiting for uh, somebody, I think I was waiting for my friends or something like that. But we were waiting by the bus because I'm like, I have to meet Guar. Okay, I have to tell them what they mean to me. Sure, right. Because I love, I, I appreciate like that how, about you. Good. How how teenagers, like young teenage girls, scream over Justin Bieber or young boys and yeah. chase them. I was like, I have to tell them. Right. right. So one of the uh, texts. Who is also one of the slaves for the show? Yeah, right. Like goes up and gra- gathers people and does stuff for. He's like, right. He's uh, coming by and he's just kind of like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm like, "I'm just waiting for the band." He's like, "All right, cool." You, you could tell I'm not a fucking total weirdo. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a kid that's just hanging out by the bus. Also, that would be like a hard, yeah, that'd yeah, be a hard get the fuck out of here. Hard way. Well, it would be a hard way to measure what a weirdo is after a guar after show. after a guar show. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, at some point. Um, this other guy, who is not the same people that I've been seeing go back and forth loading the bus, comes by and he's got this big gallon of milk, and he comes by and he and he looks at me and he goes like, hmm. and he like and he goes like, milk, <laughs> and he like offers it to me and I'm like, no thank you, and he's like, okay, and he's drinking it, <laughs> and I didn't recognize him obviously, but that was fuck. It was odorous herungus. He was coating his throat. Yeah, he drinks milk after the show to coat his throat. Right. To like to help to try to like. Make it better. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how, but he had like a fucking gallon of whole milk that yeah, he was yeah. just chugging. Yeah, offered me some, <laughs> and I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> but I didn't recognize him because I didn't. I didn't know. I ended up meeting uh, Beefcake the Mighty that night. Okay, uh, he took a picture with us, signed, drew a little. Not only signed an autograph, but drew a little picture of a character of himself. Oh, cool! And all yeah. this stuff, and like yeah. it was, it was an incredible. Like, yeah. I have such a connection to that band. Uh, all throughout my life that sure. like once the members started dying like it was sad I, know, I obviously I know. have a connection to it but sure. I have so many wonderful memories right. but like right. if you like like they're they have 
comedy. It's very sick blue humor. It but is. It's, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. Watch some live performances. It's true. Uh, all hail odorous. Get, uh, uh, get sprayed with blood. Yeah, it, it's amazing. How many white have guar a, shirts I bought at the show and wore to that show just so I could have the stains on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Get get slapped with a giant penis. Whatever. Yeah, a, a big alien penis. B- a big <laughs> alien penis. It'll be a, it'll be a blast. It's a, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I agree. So, I I highly Phallus in Wonderland is a great introduction. <laughs> check out Phallus in Wonderland. I, I agree. There you go. Good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. check it out uh, and enjoy. Awesome. Good. Well, this wraps up this episode, episode 17 of season three, and the first 6 a.m. podcast. Don't forget your piss mug, and you guys enjoy. Bye. I'm going to fill this sucker up right now. (laughs) 